In today's Live Treasured podcast, cultivating an abundance mentality for a generous, joy-filled heart through gratitude. Treasure Tribe, welcome to the Live Treasured Podcast. I'm Eileen Thompson, founder of Treasured Ministries and your host. And we have been walking through this summer 10 episodes about 10 tips to shift your lips. And if you've been walking with us, you'll know that this all stemmed from one dinner that I had with a good friend of mine who is being challenged in her own life to reframe the words that she is saying. And after speaking with her, I was inspired. And so I wanted to inspire you. And this week, we're on tip number six, which is to highlight the positive inside of your life by verbally praising God and thanking him for your blessings. In other words, today we're going to talk about the power of gratitude. Now, we all know that gratitude is a good thing. Even non-believers will say that gratitude is important. There are no end to gratitude journals, books about gratitude. So I don't think I need to convince you today that gratitude is important. But one of the things that I wanted to point out today before we get into just the practical how-tos on how to put this inside of your life is to sort of begin to talk about um, why this is so important. Now, to highlight this point, I want to share with you a conversation that I had this past week. Um, I was in my meeting with Hannah, and uh, this week I had posted a picture of sea glass. Those of you that follow me on Instagram know that I... um, I I mean, one of the things that I love to do is collect sea glass. We live in North Carolina. We're close to a beach. And I just love sea glass because I love the story behind it. Basically, that what is broken in our life, that God can make beautiful, that storms in our life can become a good thing. And so, um, so I'm always, you know, collecting sea glass. And Hannah said to me, she said, you know, I've never seen a piece of sea glass before. And so Hannah has also grown up in North Carolina. She's gone to the beaches too. And I started talking with her and I said, you know, I said, before somebody brought it to my attention and before I valued sea glass, I said, I never saw it either because I wasn't looking for it. But once I started looking for it and basically a very good friend of mine Um, collects it at the beach and we love to go on walks together and find the sea glass together. Another friend of mine shared her testimony um, and I I have that testimony instead of you belong to the bridegroom but she talks a lot about sea glass and just this uh, sacred truth that sea glass shares which is that God takes the broken things in our life and he he makes them beautiful. But anyway it was from those experiences that I started looking out for sea glass and all of a sudden I started seeing it. And I started seeing it because my eye was now 
looking for it, you know, and at first I would see a few pieces, but then as time, you know, goes on more and more and more. Now, my friend who is consistently collecting sea glass, she actually lives at the beach. She sees it all the time. She's always the first one to see pieces of sea glass. And, you know, because she's been doing this for a long time. And what's the point about all this? The point is, is that you will focus on what it is that you are looking for. And the more that you look for it, the more that you will see. Now, I have another friend that collects shark's teeth. I don't like sharks. I don't want anything to do with sharks. I'm not, I'm okay with not having anything about sharks to collecting them, but she loves to look at shark's teeth and she will find a zillion of them on the beach. I've never found one. Why? Because I'm not looking for them. And I, you know what? I don't really want to. I, I'm looking for sea glass. And so here again, we see that my attention, because it's called to sea glass, that is what I'm finding, right? And that is what I want to see. Well, there is a God that loves you that is putting blessings inside of your life, not necessarily material blessings. They're the tangible, priceless things like your son telling you that he loves you or uh, little things like um, the smell of fresh basil on um, in the summertime, or maybe it is uh, a, a beautiful sunset when he paints that across the sky, um, or perhaps it is just that you have this uh, uh, this great uh, friendship, and you guys took a walk today, and it's it's just all those little priceless things, the things that you know this world can't put a price tag on that God continually puts inside of your path every day. They're what I called His glimpses of glory, like when you just see the Lord, maybe inside of a bird or, or whatever it is. And so God is giving us those blessings that we can see. Um, and, and so that's where he wants our attention and our focus to be. But there's also an enemy of our soul. And where he wants to pull your attention is on everything that's wrong and bad in the world, on what you don't have, uh, on all those things. And so if we are focused, and then so then here we are, and it's my decision what I'm going to focus on. Am I going to focus on, on you know, where the enemy is bringing in destruction, or is my attention going to be drawn to the Lord. You know, also on the beach, there are uh, a million other kinds of shells and different things like that, but I've got an eye out for that sea glass all the time. And so I can see it. I can see it from a mile away. And so it is with gratitude. It is a fact that gratitude is like taking inventory of what you have of God's blessings in, in your life. And then when you express gratitude, verbal praise to God, remember, we're talking about shifting our lips. So speaking those blessings back to God, you know, we can have gratitude, but until we express it, it's not going to have the same impact inside of our life. But what it does is it highlights blessings. And when our blessings are highlighted, that's when we have an abundant 
mentality. And that's when we realize we have a lot to give and what we have to give matters. Now the enemy, he wants you to be in a scarcity mentality, like with worry and fear, and you're not going to have enough and you don't have enough to give uh, or, or whatever it may be. And I'm not even talking about monetary. You know, one time inside of the treasure tribe, there was one of our treasure tribe members and you know, this woman, she has the gift of encouragement and she always just has the most beautiful words of encouragement to say. And, and she said them over me. And I said, you know, that was such a precious gift uh, that, that you gave me. And so that, that's what I'm talking about. Just seeing that you serving and loving other people, that you do have a lot to offer and you do have a lot to give. And when we walk in gratitude, not just in keeping a gratitude list, but when we express that gratitude in praise to our Lord. Lord, thank you so much for that beautiful sunset. Thank you, God, for this beautiful flower. Thank you, Lord, that today that I have breath in my body, right? So when we thank God for this, when we verbally express them, it highlights what we have, and that creates a joy-filled, generous heart. One that understands that even my words of encouragement can be shared to be a blessing uh, to to other people. And there's really power in uh, praising the Lord and thanking Him for blessings, not just, you know, writing them down on a journal. Because when we thank the Lord for what we have, it goes way beyond those gratitude, secular gratitude journals, although I think that's a positive thing. But it goes way beyond that because we are attributing and attaching the blessings that we have to our provider. And when we do that, we're not going to hold on to provision. We're going to hold our provision loosely, but hold on tight to the provider. And it's going to further solidify inside of our life that God is the one that can meet all our needs, that God is our provider. And when we understand that, that in turn also gives us that more generous, joy-filled heart. Uh, I'm reading a book, and as you know, in this podcast series, I've referenced it before, but it's a book by Lois Treverberg called Walking in the Dust uh, of Rabbi Jesus, How the Jewish Words of Jesus Can Change Your Life. But um, she's talking about uh, how having a good eye, she says she makes the connection for us that that's actually having a generous eye. And I want to read to you one of the things that she wrote starting on page 72. Because our relationship with money reveals our relationship with God. To have a bad eye is to cling to the little that you have, resenting those with more and refusing to help those with less. And that's exactly what happens when our eyes are not, when we're not in the discipline of expressed gratitude, which is praising God for our blessings. And a lot of times I know for me that sometimes when I'm inside of social media and I start to compare, I can start to feel that way. Like I can start to feel like, well, you know, I don't have this or my ministry is not as big as or, or whatever. And so that's kind of 
you know, a natural human tendency. That's why I think one of the Ten Commandments is that we're not supposed to covet. But, and it also, what it's doing inside of social media is that, you know, it's like it's showing you what you don't have. And not just inside of social media, we have marketing. And really the goal of marketing is to tell you that you are without something And that's something, if you had it, it would make you so happy. And see, when that happens in our life, we perceive that we have little, we resent those that have more, and we refuse to help those with less. Okay, she goes on to say this, your attitude shows how convinced you are, this is kind of convicting, get ready guys, that God is stingy that he is either unwilling or unable to care for you. And it also reveals how disconnected you are from the struggles of others. No wonder that Jesus says that life becomes dark indeed when you've cut yourself off from both God and those around you. Lois goes on to say, On the other hand, if you're radically convinced of God's caring presence in your life, you're also confident that God will provide for your needs, not just materially, but emotionally and spiritually as well. You may not be wealthy by the world's standards, but you have a rock-solid understanding that what you have is enough, that ultimately your own situation is secure. The fruit is a generous attitude and a good eye towards others. How can your life not brighten when you think this way? I love that. And that's what gratitude does. You know, the enemy through commercials, through social media, I mean, he wants to get us in that place, you know, where we think I don't have, and then we translate that to into God is not providing, and then it makes us not be uh, generous, right? And that's not a place of joy. It's not a place of joy. And, you know, this podcast series is about shifting your lips shifting your lips, not just, you know, writing down gratitude, but expressing that gratitude. And when you cultivate an attitude of gratitude, it begins to uh, flow to an abundance mentality, which releases a generous, joy-filled heart. It is a place of peace. It is a place of just wonder. And it's so it's so easy to do. It is so easy to do. You know, um, gratitude became so important inside of my life uh, because, you know, I I really wanted to start practicing gratitude. I believed in it. Um, And I think I was trying to make it more complicated than it really was. And one day the Lord said, you know, Eileen, every night, just write down three blessings that you saw during your day. And in the morning when you wake up, praise me and thank me for those blessings. So I started keeping a list and it, it was life changing. It was life changing. So much so that inside of the Nourish Notebook, one of the things that we ask you to do every day is to write down three blessings 
and then to lift them up in thanksgiving to God. Now, the way that I do that is that in the nighttime, I will write down the three blessings. And that's because like in the morning, when I'm tired and just having my coffee, I may not remember, right, from yesterday. But so I write down those three blessings, and then I use my Nourish Notebook inside my prayer time to lift those blessings back up to God. Lord, I thank you, right? I thank you for my husband and how he told me that he loved me. Lord, I thank you for the way that you answered that prayer request that I lifted up to you. God, I just thank you so much um, that I that I have uh, health today and, and that I can walk. And, um, and so we just want to praise the Lord for those blessings. We want to express those blessings. And so one way that you can do that, you don't need a Nourish Notebook to do that, um, but is, is that you can write down, you can just get a a pad of paper, put it right by your bedside and write down three blessings from your day. And then when you wake up, praise God for those blessings. Or maybe it is that before you fall asleep that you want to praise God for those blessings and just start your gratitude list. Listen, when we were doing the Nourish Notebook, we had a, um, when we were um, creating it, we spent a year and um, part of that was working with a, uh, a, like a beta small group and they all had the Nourish Notebook and, and we would, you know, put one version of it and then they would give us feedback. We would go back and make tweaks and changes. And from the get-go, I had this um, inside of our, we have these um, weekly prayer sheets and it's in the weekly prayer sheets that you write down your gratitude so that during your prayer time, you can praise the Lord for it. And, and so when we had our first meeting and I said, um, you know, what were some of the most impactful parts about the notebook uh, that you liked, that you saw a tangible difference and hands down, everybody said the gratitude list, everybody. And I thought to myself, you know, it's such a simple thing to do to take five minutes and to do that, but what a difference it makes. And I think that there is a big difference between just writing it down and then expressing it. It would be sort of like if if you really appreciated something that somebody did for you versus actually writing them a thank you note. You know, it's a it's a big deal to to verbally praise the Lord. We're commanded to verbally praise the Lord. And so we want to just sort of make this a part of our life. And I promise you, I'm serious. Just and I think we make gratitude so complicated or we just say, yeah, I know that's a good thing, but we don't think it'll make much difference. Let me tell you, like I just said with the Nourish Notebook, they said that it made the biggest difference. Okay. So, so that's one way you can practically put it in, um, into your life. Another way is this, and I love this, um, because it, it involves your family, but you know, at night when you say the blessing around the table, what if you said, and I don't know how your family says the blessing in our house, one person does it. We just kind of, you know, one person does it each time, but what if then we also said, okay, and then at the end, we're all going to go around and we're going to thank God for, um, one to three things that happened to us in particular during this day. Lord, thank you for. And, you know, from that, especially if you have little ones, they will see 
you know, what you're thanking God for, that it can even be the little things, um, like the rain that we got today or whatever it may be, um, the smile that somebody gave you. So they're going to see mom and dad, um, thanking the Lord for that. And then from that, they're going to, you know, learn, learn about gratitude. And, and it's, you know, it's already incorporated into something that you're doing during the day. And, and I love that. I love the principle of habit stacking, um, stacking something on top of another habit. We, we talked about that earlier. I, th- I believe it was in episode three, but so you're already eating dinner. You're already saying the blessing. What if everybody said, three things that they were thankful for. And you can talk to your children about the importance of thanking God. And it's not that God is like, needs us to thank him. God knows that we need it. You know, I mean, you know, the Lord is the Lord. Like he's, he doesn't, you know, need our praise, but it is a sacrifice of praise and it is a blessing to him, but it is also a blessing to us as well. Because with the expressed gratitude, not only are we highlighting blessings inside of our life that will create that abundance mentality, but by thanking the Lord for that, we're continuously linking that blessing back to the Lord. And that allows us to hold on tight to the provider and hold on loosely to the provision. Because when we hold on to provision too tightly, that's when worry and, you know, and all those things can come into play. And I think just, you know, reminding ourselves of who our provider is and really um, that can be a place of freedom because you're not dependent upon a person um, to provide. We're, we're dependent upon the Lord. And um, so so that's another way that you can incorporate gratitude, okay? So the first was, you know, keep a notebook by your bed or it could be the nourish notebook, write down three blessings. And before you go to bed or when you wake up in the morning, just verbally thank God for those blessings. And and the verbal thank you, the verbal praising is an essential piece of that. Okay, the next thing is at dinner time with your family blessing, thank God for three things. You know, another thing too is for those that have little children, I like that idea too because it sort of gives us a window inside of their day and, you know, and what they value and what what they are thankful for. And I just think that's neat. And it can set the tone um, for your time together to to make it positive. Okay. The the last way um, that that I want to talk to you about how you can build that gratitude um, is through answered prayer. Um, when God, when you've prayed for something and the Lord answers prayer. You know, and it's like one of those big monumental, last week I talked about how God had answered a prayer. Um, You want to write that down. Like I think even like to get something like a mason jar and it slips the paper and maybe you want to type it out or, or write it out or whatever and put it inside of the jar, like roll it up and put it inside of your jar. And before you put it inside of your jar, you can say, Lord, thank you so much for this, this answer to prayer. And I just thank you, God, and just, you know, appreciate this. And, and, 
And in doing that, we thank God one time. But but here's the other reason why. Because on those days where, you know, you've had this horrible day. Yesterday for me, it was an awful day. I mean, it was like attacks from the enemy in my thought life. It was, you know... And I, th- I think that on those days where we are feeling um, like, you know, like uh, here, here's an example. If you're looking at your feed on Facebook and, and perhaps it is Father's Day and you're looking at all these great, pa- and you didn't have a father and you're starting to feel like less than, right? Because you didn't have that special father-daughter relationship, okay, which is, um, which is definitely, you know, you would say, well, Eileen, that's true in my life, right? But, but on those days, like when that comparison comes down and when we need to flip ourselves over to that abundance mentality to remind ourselves of how God provides, we can go to our mason jar, right? And we can get out the ways that God has answered prayer. And we can just say, thank you, Lord, for this. And thank you, Lord, for that. And here's another thing, too, um, that you can do with that. You can say, Lord, like you did it back here. I thank you that you are going to do it in this situation. Um, There's a, a woman inside of the Treasure Tribe. I just... I just love our little Bible study group together. But anyway, um, and she was saying, and it was so neat, there's a relationship that she's really believing and praying for there to be reconciliation. And and she was saying, you know, how I pray is, Lord, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I thank you that you've got this under control and that you are going to be um, in this and involved in this and that you have heard my cry and you will answer my prayer. And I think that's another place of, uh, of gratitude that advance praise for us to, uh, us to bring to the father. It's really that faith filled praise. In fact, the Bible talks about the sacrifice of praise. And when you don't feel gratitude because the comparison, you know, trap has gotten on you or whatever, then there's a sacrifice of praise where you say, Lord, I don't see you working right now, but I I know you are working and I'm going to thank you in advance for what you're going to do. You know, in the book of Joshua, in uh, Joshua chapter six, God told Joshua and the Israelites to march around the walls of Jericho, blowing their trumpets. And biblically speaking, trumpets um, have that symbolism of praise. And sometimes inside of our lives, the ways that we can make the walls of uh, depression, the ways that we can make the walls of a lack of joy or not having enough fall is to turn on the praise. And so for our, so for this week, um, what I'd love for you to do, well, one, here's the thing. I mentioned three ways that you can begin to cultivate uh, gratitude inside of your life, but I'd love for you to leave a comment if you're in the Treasure Tribe uh, on the discussion forum or, um, or just, you know, leave a comment in, inside of um, this podcast, inside of the, um, the, uh, sorry, <laughs> Gosh, I'm tongue-tied because I'm thinking, where am I talking about? But on the website and give us practical or post it on our Facebook wall wherever and tell us 
how you've been able to cultivate gratitude inside of your life, not just writing stuff down, but that verbal praise, right? Um, how you've cultivated that in your life. And let's give each other some practical ways to do it. So that's one. And then the next thing that I'd love for you to do is to pop on over to the book of Philippians. Now, inside of the book of Philippians, we know that Paul was in prison. He was in prison. And so, you know, uh, the, the words that he writes because of his circumstances are so powerful because it lets us know that no matter what is going on in our life, that we can have gratitude and that we can do all things through Christ who, who strengthens us. And he talks about this secret that he's learned. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so what I want you to do is I want you to read the nourish scripture for this week is Philippians 4 verses 4 through 20. Um, and so read those verses. They're verses that Paul wrote inside of prison. And he talks about things like the fact of that he, uh, where he's concentrating his thoughts and all of those things. And what I want you to sort of glean from that is that really whatever is going inside of our life, that we can bear that attitude of gratitude. And listen, if, if you are not feeling it, because I'm, yesterday was awful and I was not feeling it. When you're not feeling it, you need to reach out to the Lord and pour your heart out to him and be honest with him and process what's ever going on with him and bring it to him. But then be sure through that sacrifice of praise, right? Choose to, however you're going to do it, write down three things and thank God for those three things. So here is two your new gratitude inventory that is going to give God thanks and give God the glory because that's a place of joy. That's a place of freedom and a place of peace that passes all understanding. And when we shift our lips to turn away from what we don't have, to highlight what we do have by giving God praise, that is when we can begin to walk in that confidence that God created us to journey along with him. Thanks so much for listening in today, everybody. Oh, how I have loved this podcast series. And next week, we're going to be moving on to our tip number seven. And again, if you want to download these 10 tips, just go to treasureministries.com forward slash lips. Thanks so much, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.